This is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, episode 30. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Hello, coaches. How is your week going? I hope you're having a fabulous one. I know that in my house, I have been busy looking after a sick daughter. Flu season is upon us down here well and truly in Australia. And my 17-year-old Millie was wiped out with the flu. So that caused quite a busy week, but still managed to start creating some new training as well, which I was excited about and I'm excited about sharing moving forward. So I'll let you know when that's coming up. But today I want to talk about how to get published as a life coach without writing a book. And you might be thinking, what is she talking about? Well, I'm talking about things like guest posting or being a guest contributor to an online website or traditional media as well. So there's a way for you to share what you do, no matter how much experience you have online and get a lot of exposure by leveraging other people's audiences. Because in the effort to build your audience and grow your business as a life coach, it's a great idea to take advantage of all the no-cost opportunities to get noticed and get in front of your ideal clients. And getting yourself published as a guest contributor, interview guest, or article writer is one of those targeted, no-cost opportunities that can really make a difference at any stage of your business. So I want to share some tips and strategies in this episode that would allow you to go and get started. And I'll also have some other resources in the show notes over at my website, victoriagibson.com forward slash 30. There's going to be some cool links there, some ideas, and I really want you to get started with this because I just feel like it can add so much value for very little effort and zero cost. So The strategy really is to pitch yourself to any kind of media channel or website and hijack their audience so you can position yourself as a go-to coach in your industry or category. And aside from it being such a great free opportunity for more exposure and reach, it also gives you access to a targeted and engaged audience that'll get you noticed way faster than waiting for just organic reach and posting on social media, particularly when your audience isn't that big. And getting published and seen by more people than just, you know, in your close circle of friends or the people who follow you will also give you an opportunity to have some of the glow of that authority of the publication, particularly if it's a news site or a really popular blog. This can also apply to a podcast or a TV show as well. So these same principles kind of apply, but I'm really going to be focusing more on that guest posting angle because it's one of the easiest to get started with. And you get the extra Google search juice from the links and mentions as well. So the writing opportunity or the opportunity to submit a story, an article that gives people a sense of who you are and what you do, but it gives them also some insight, some thought-provoking ideas or discussion points and really get them engaging with you and you being able to take some of the halo of their website that you get featured on. So by halo, I mean, obviously they're already well regarded. They're already getting views and eyeballs. So why not show up there and leverage that opportunity? Because there's nothing to lose and you don't need any special tools, software or ads to make it happen. 
You simply identify the websites, publications, and media that are already talking to your audience and submit a story idea and let them write it or interview you or get straight to it and write your own story or article and submit it for publishing. Now, when I was getting started online, my first business was called Boutique India Travel. So jumped out of corporate and went, right, I'm going to start my own thing. And in all honesty, I didn't really have any idea of what I wanted to do. I just was so desperate to get out of my corporate job. I thought, right, this will be legitimate. I'll just start an online business. And I thought you had to sell something. I didn't know that coaching was an opportunity and all those beautiful things that I've learned (laughs) in a long time since 2010 when I first jumped out. But my first business was Boutique India Travel. I was an eat, pray, love obsessed divorcee who fled corporate and I was looking to basically express myself and make money on my own terms. And I thought, well, if I can get paid to travel, then I'm going to be pretty happy. So in a way, I was kind of a travel blogger, but I was going to get paid for booking amazing itineraries for women who still want to immerse themselves in travel in India, but wanted like a curated kind of opportunity. And one of the best things I did when I got started was to find other people, places, websites, and publications that I could get featured in and share what my business was. Don't forget, this is before I learned all about Facebook ads and funnels and direct response marketing. I was just like, okay, I need a website. Then I need to get the word out. How can I do that? So I thought, great, I'll see if I can get some guest posting opportunities. So I would submit a ton of guest posts to websites and I would reach out to other operators too and see what we could collaborate on. Anyone where I felt they already had an audience talking to people who wanted to travel to India and specifically independent-minded women who like a few of the finer things in life, but they also want to really experience the culture. So I would write a 600-word blog post that would appeal to their audience and it would get published and send direct visitors to my site. And I know this because, well, not because I had a funnel, because I hadn't quite worked those parts out yet, but because I had Google Analytics on my site and I could see where the visits were coming from. And so I'd get all these new visits from a completely new website just by contributing to their site. Because all websites are looking for fresh content, are looking for stories and articles that they don't have to write themselves. So some of them may not be the biggest websites, but don't discount how engaged their following is, okay? And my first post was on a website called The Lost Girls, which was basically about women with wanderlust. I don't know if it still exists, but it was a blog for women who jet off around the world and just sort of leave their life and go traveling. It had a lot of views and engagement, and then I could be a featured Lost Girl of the Week. All I had to do was provide a photo and follow along with their guidelines for the submission. And, you know, lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, it was published. And that led to being seen on some really popular websites at the time, that process. And that's what I'm offering to you, that that is available to you at any stage of business. Because that was really a key reason I got my first clients, although I never even paid a cent in advertising. And I certainly didn't have a lot of website visitors because my website was only brand new. So over the years, I've also used this strategy to be featured in Marie Claire magazine down here in Australia and popular websites like HuffPost. And I've been able to even since then give trainings for other coaches and have that be featured on a podcast interview. Things like that are an extension 
of finding your voice about what kind of sites or channels would be interested in your message. So this is where, once again, it's so important to get your message to market dialed in. And if you're still kind of struggling with that, we'll definitely come along and take some of my free training on my website at victoriagibson.com. But I've also encouraged so many of my clients to reach out and use this strategy. And that has led to them getting like a hundred new email signups in one week, depending on the reach of the publication, obviously. Like sometimes things are a bit more of a trickle and then sometimes things can just take on a life of their own. So I've seen them get some great results and I want you to know that the kind of results that used to be reserved for big brands and those who paid thousands, you know, publicity experts and PR machines are available to all of us as life coaches. Yet, so many of us rarely consider this as an option, particularly if we're just starting out, we think we don't really have anything to say. But there's always an opportunity for you to be able to comment or narrate on something, be the narrator rather than the author, like curate ideas that are in the news or that are topical right now. You don't have to be the biggest expert to get featured. You just need an angle and you just need to understand the audience of the publication. Because look, like I said before, the media is a machine that needs to be fed and it needs stories, news, features and content so that they can keep their audiences engaged, boost followers, ensure that they get advertising revenue and subscribers. And this is your chance to be part of that and also access their huge audiences with a story about who you are, what you do and the problem you help solve. Now, I know you're probably thinking, I'm not sure on that. Like I said before, that's fine. That's something I can definitely help you with with some of the free training on my website. And and if you subscribe to this podcast, you'll get some of those insights too. But I want to invite you to step back a little bit and be an observer and see what some of the key problems that your audience are trying to solve are, where they might already be paying attention. So what kind of websites are they visiting? Some of these sites might just be kind of lifestyle and news type sites that are happy to do in-depth stories or articles on your coaching category or area. This is where such an opportunity really, really lies. And it's also a way to find an angle for your marketing. So this will help your marketing. When you know what kind of guest posts get traction, you'll also know this if you publish your own articles on your site, and that can be validation for your message to market too. And this strategy could be more in-depth if you choose. You know, you could have a whole plan about what publications and how many you're going to send, and the project could really take on a life of its own. But what I really want you to do is simply give it a shot first. So I want to share with you four steps to getting featured that you can take now to get published quickly without writing a book. The first is to identify the media site, publication, or channel you want to be featured in. Think about the online sites you like to visit, as well as those that regularly showcase stories and info on the area you coach on. As life coaches, we're very lucky that we get to talk about life and all it contains. So even if you find a great site or publication, but it's not technically about personal development or spirituality or health and wellness, depending on your own category, you can still put on your reporter hat and make it relevant as long as it's newsworthy. You're going to be thinking, well, Victoria, I'm not a journalist. How do I know what's newsworthy? Just start trying to think about the articles that you like to read or read some of those articles and think about what's the hook in the story? Why am I paying attention? Why did it make me stop and engage? And then you'll start to understand some of the patterns with the hooks and point of views and things that pop out when people are scrolling. 
You then want to check if they take story contributions or ideas from their audience. You'd be surprised. So many do. You normally have to scroll right down to the bottom or go to the contact tab and you'll find generally that there are opportunities. Not all websites like some of the big ones have locked off a lot of those opportunities now. There used to be more of them, but you'd still be surprised. They don't have to be the biggest websites to get started. And in fact, you'll probably do well to start with some of the smaller ones who are really looking for some great quality content. So these will be the most likely to feature you as they depend on a steady stream of content and articles being published to ensure they get audience growth. So stay tuned though till the end. I'll tell you that I've got some links and things of where you can get those on my website so you can actually just get started. Specific websites for life coaches that would be a great place to send off your submissions. So second step, after you have done your reconnaissance and found some sites and ideas for places that you'd like to submit to, or you go to my website and grab the links there, the second step is to write your story or story angle. Now, this is where having a clear idea of the target market you serve and the big problem you help them with comes in very handy. And if you don't have this yet, then come over to my website. (laughs) Like I said, come and watch my six steps training. That will give you a bit of an idea of, you know, the things that you might want to get clear on in order to grow your profitable life coaching business. And I'm a firm believer that your message is a big part of that. But even if you're not sure on that, you'll know the general direction. Okay. So have that person that you'd love to coach in mind or that you have coached before with good results and be thinking of them as your reader. And it needs to be an engaging story. It can't be just some big sales pitch or some boring to-do list of things that they should do that they probably already know. It's got to be fresh and different, have a bit of a hook, something that's arresting to them. Like they think, oh, hang on, I'll stop. It's worth paying attention to. Like I said before, it could also be an observation of a trend, something related to current news or results that you've got yourself or others. Maybe it's talking through your own coaching journey. How did you come to life coaching? What are some of the teachings that you've really embraced and how would others benefit from those? So you can talk about things like that too. Even though you don't think that's directly related to you, you can still have your bio at the bottom of an article that people can click through and find out more about you. And then when you do have a beautiful online client pipeline there or a funnel, you'll be able to get them onto your list. And sometimes they let you put your freebies and list building freebies in your bio link too, which is amazing. So try and stand out with a different argument on a commonly held belief, take a forthright stance or choose a topic that's getting a lot of discussion and see if you can tie it in. A great place to go to see what some of those topics might be is Google Trends. So just get on Google, Google Google Trends, and you'll see what the most popular topics and subjects are at the moment. So take a look at what they could be, and they could give you some definite story ideas. See how you could then make it relevant Firstly, for the website that you're submitting to, because that's what's going to encourage them to publish it. It's got to be relevant to their audience. And then secondly, how can you show up as, you know, the best possible option for those who want to go deeper on the topic or what the category is that you share? So check editorial guidelines and scope for their tone engagements and audience profile guidelines, as this will depend on the publication. 
And of course, you leave any sexism, racism, or ableism at the door. So you want to make sure that it complies with all their requirements. And they will give you normally the editorial guidelines for a lot of these publications and definitely the ones that I've listed on my site. So see how you can softly sell or hook back to your offer or your subject or your message. Like I said, you can put that sometimes in a link. Some publications don't like that or don't allow it. They might just want a general website link or a bio, but just go with it. Any exposure is good exposure in this instance because you are leveraging other people's traffic, but be thinking about how you can weave in next steps or maybe it's sharing a client case study or maybe it's sharing some kind of tools or special approach that you use. Because when you frame your piece with a compelling headline and use a story that sells, you won't need to make a direct offer and readers can follow, you know, Google and put your name in if there's not a link anyway. The third step after identifying your media and then finding your angle and your story is to edit and refine your submission. Like it's a written piece. So you've got to make sure that it's easy to read. Like people online don't have a lot of attention, right? And they have way less in TikTok generation than they did before. So after you've written it, you want to make sure that you write it in a way that offers the value and outcome up front. People in the first couple of paragraphs are going to be drawn in and you also need to make that part of your submission too. You'll have to have a covering email or something to write about summarizing the article if you've written your guest post or story already. You might then have to write the actual submission as well. So you need to be clear and direct and demonstrate that you align with the goals and audience of the publication. Frame your content so they know what's in it for them and how it complies and ticks all the boxes to give it the best chance of being featured or you being selected a guest, because you can do this as story ideas to news sites and even TV shows. Morning TV shows are a great place to suggest a story. But think about it, it's got to have an element of hero's journey or controversy. If that's not part of your brand, that's fine. You don't have to be controversial, but generally a bit of controversy or going against the grain or having a different point of view or a relatively strong point of view is something that's going to get noticed and the media really love. So you want to think about the hook there. For writing, you don't have to be an amazing writer to make sure that your article is readable and engaging. There's apps and tools now that basically do it for you, just like good old spell check. There's Grammarly, which I'm sure you've heard of, or Hemingway is another app, which is great for giving you suggestions, replacements, and readability. And it kind of tells you at what age, <laughs> what age the person reading it would be able to understand. And you want that to be as low as possible, which seems counterintuitive to us, you know, who, who want to be educated and smart. We're kind of like, sometimes we make things really complex to read. And that's particularly true in marketing too. So you want to help make it as punchy as possible in the least amount of words and try and make it conversational in tone, depending on the publication too. If you're coming in all guns blazing with a controversial opinion, maybe you don't want to be conversational, but it's much easier to read and way more engaging when it's conversational. See if you can lead them to being hungry for the next step or to find out more information. And that would be obviously to find out more about what you do. Also, ask someone else to take a peek just for a sanity check, but don't overindulge in perfectionism as that is only going to hold you back. As you know, same is true in any marketing. The fourth step after you've edited and refined is actually submit it. It seems weird, I know, but actually send it. 
Even if you're full of doubt and you believe it's a total long shot, the more you can do of these, the better. Even the process of just writing it is going to give you so much more clarity. And if it doesn't get published, use it as a blog post on your own website. So there's a tip there too, if you're submitting ideas, don't just think about getting your blog post because usually these sites want original content. So if you're thinking the shortcut, oh, I've got a good blog post. Sometimes they will, but very rarely because Google doesn't like duplicated content. So it won't rank in the search engines as well. And on that search thing, by having your link in the bottom of the article, which is usually what most of them will do, that increases the searchability of your website too. And they're, so they're going to be more likely to want to put a link of some description in because that does help with Google rankings, just to give you a bit of that SEO nerdy <laughs> information. So absolutely just get started. Even if you said, do you know what? I'm going to do one a week. It really shouldn't take you more than a couple of hours to put together. And imagine if it brought like another 100 email opt-ins in the next week, it would definitely be time well spent. And when it does get published, make sure you get on your social media and share it to support and reward the publication who's given you that opportunity, as well as maximize the views for the article. Get in the comments and reply and engage. Readers and the publishers will love this too. So there you have it, a quick start formula for getting published or featured as a life coach without needing to write a book. And because I want you to get started on this opportunity, like I said, I'm sharing some great sites that are perfect for life coaches. So head to my website at victoriagibson.com forward slash 30 for all those resources that do currently accept submissions at the time of recording. And if you still have no idea what you could share, then it's likely you'll need to get clarity on that message to market. And if that's you and you want to uncover how to attract more clients with your coaching, then please grab a free copy of my niche guide for life coaches. You can get that at victoriagibson.com forward slash niche dash guide. You can also grab that on the front page of my website. So everything you need is there. And in the show notes, I've got a few big publications that you could get started with. And I'm sure with a bit of research, you'd be able to even find some more. I know for sure in Australia, Mamma Mia is always accepting female-driven articles, but I think they mainly focus on Australian women, but I've got international opportunities for you in the show notes, so make sure you get over there. This is a great strategy and something that is going to serve you time and time again. It's going to be on the site. People will come across it again and again, and that can be incredibly useful. All right, I will see you on the next episode. I hope you've got value out of today, and I can't wait to hear how it goes for you. Hey there, would you like to access a play-by-play template to create your own webinar? Excellent, because I have my webinar success roadmap available and include your very own plug-and-play template which actually tells you what to say and how to say it to attract tons of life coaching clients who are pre-sold and ready to work with you. Head to victoriagibson.com forward slash coach and get your copy. It's only $27. See you there.